You know, we've been keeping up and hearing about and, and giving money to and supporting the Vogel Alco for over 30 years. It's still there, although it's just called Vogel now. But they've got a new mission, and it's really intriguing. They've hooked up with uh, our, uh, some of our old friends that are working on, um, on, on Redbird and are taking care of children out there. Uh, Karen Hughes is the CEO of Vogel, president also, and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you, David. It's happy to be here. So, first of all, tell me what happened to the alcove. I always kind of liked the name Vogel Alcove. <laughs> well, because we're expanding and we have three new, um, and, uh, well, we'll have three additional sites, we did some um, branding work, and it was determined to change the name just to Vogel um, so that it would kind of fit with all the other um, locations with our new logo, et cetera. And, um, and quite honestly, some people... They either called it Vogel, or if they were around for a long, long time, they called it the Alcove. Nobody ever called it Vogel Alcove. <laughs> um, so that was a reason for the name change. But we're still the same same mission. We expanded the mission a little bit. Well, in fact, talk um, about the mission. Talk about the mission right now for Vogel. So our mission has always been to serve homeless children. But um, one of the things that has been around for quite a while is that while the children that arrive at Vogel Alcove are homeless upon arrival, we work with those families and try to get them housing and employment. And so it made no sense to tell a single mom that, hey, it's a good thing you got housing today, but now you don't have child care. So we allow them now to stay until their child goes to kindergarten. So at any given time here at Vogel, half the, the families are virtually homeless by HUD's definition of homelessness, but half of them are recovering from homelessness or in their own homes. Um, and so, but they're still in poverty. So what we did was, and we the biggest issue, we don't want them to slide back into to homelessness. Right. So our biggest, uh, so the, the tweak to the mission statement is that we added that we want to help families, pre, our, our young children, we want to be able to prevent and overcome um, the lasting and traumatic effects of homelessness and poverty. So we added the words prevent. And we added the word poverty to yeah. our RE mission statement. Can so we you, just broadened it a little bit. Do you think you could ever put yourself out of business? I wish that was the case, but I don't think so. <laughs> you know, there'll always be, be families that, that need our services. So talk about what, what uh, Peter Brodsky has done. Uh, Peter's, like I say, an old friend. He's been developing Redbird, which is a marvelous development. But I gather you've got like a child. Like, is it a daycare center that, that you're putting into yeah, Redbird? We're going to be putting, yes, and Peter was very, very generous and gave us, um, Peter was an original board member, or has been on the board at Mobile Alco before and is a big supporter, um, but Peter offered to give us a free space at Redbird, so we have um, 15,000 square foot of space with no rent requirements um, for 25 plus years. Um, if we would come out and build a child care center there, um, and so it really fit within our new um, expanded mission. Because the idea is that the child care center will be to help those families that are actually working at Redbird in some of the new build, new a lot of the new development out there, and provide quality child care um, in that area. Um, but also, we can then transition the families that we have stabilized to try to get them jobs out there, and then provide the child care right there on site. So um, that's the example. So we're what we're saying is we're trying to take people. Families from crisis to stability to thriving. And our Redbird location is where we want to help families thrive, whether they're 
our current clients or, or previous clients or people that are actually working out at Redbird. And so we're very, very excited about that partnership. Then is there a process to get them into, into housing, into permanent affordable housing? Yeah, well, we still we work through the continuum of care here in Dallas and so make sure that all of the families that qualify are on the um, coordinated access system. And so we work through Housing Forward to do that work. But there's a lot of families that people don't realize that may not um, qualify um, for those services because I guess the the in the federal government's wisdom, if we say, they have two definitions of homelessness. One is HUD's definition of homelessness, which is that you have to be literally have nowhere to go, like you're in emergency shelter, transitional housing program, or domestic violence shelter, or on the street. Um, McKinney-Vento, which is what Department of Ed goes by, you can also be doubled up with somebody, or you can be in a hotel that you're paying for day-to-day that's not your um, home. Right. And so we use both of those definitions. But we can't use HUD money for the people that are doubled up or um, just um, – and then are working in low-income. Yeah. So we um, will be working the, – the families at Redbird will be working families. Yeah, I, I – and we'll talk about funding because I know the roots go back, like I say, over 30 years to – to Vogel, the Vogel family, and Phil Vogel in particular, who's a great supporter mm-hmm. of this cause. Where's the funding now? Well, we have an $8.5 million budget. It's grown substantially, and that does not include the Redbird facility. So with Redbird, our budget will become around $10 million. Um, and um, so the funding still comes from, we get some governmental sources through um, Head Start, um, federal money through Head Start, and then but we we raise a, a large portion of it um, through grants and foundations and individual giving and um, events and all of those things. Boy, it's a, I know it's an ongoing struggle. Well, this is this is really interesting because this clearly is structured as a win-win. I mean, this is this great of Redbird to to give fifteen thousand square feet, but you know, Redbird needs employees to fill up mm-hmm. the, all of the great you know opportunities that are that are opening up at Redbird. So it gives them a, a you know, a sort of a built-in workforce. Do you see more of this coming? I mean, more an, an expansion of this sort of cooperation? Well, I think it's unique, and I think it can be, and that's the thing that excites me about it. I think it can be a model for the for the country on how you can business and employers can collaborate with child care. And the key is it's quality child care. The uh, Children at Risk did a study and, and identified what they call child care deserts in Texas, and that area is considered a child care desert for quality care. And what that means is there are certain qualifications child care centers have to have, like a national accreditation or four-star state, um, four-star status. And there are very few of those in that area. And the research is clear that if early childhood is going to make a difference, it's got to be quality early child care. Yeah. And I think that's what Peter's excited about is that he knows that Vogel will provide quality child care. Our programs are... Um, here at the main campus, we are accredited by the National Association for the Education of Young Children. Only 8% of child care centers in the country have that accreditation. We will take that accreditation out to Redbird. We also are um, a four-star program um, with the state. And then we also are um, work with Head Start and meet all those um, 2,000 federal regulations. And we also have a great partnership with the Dallas ISD. Um, so we meet TEA requirements for that. So He's very clear that the child care center, child care is not just 
childcare. It will be quality childcare um, that we're providing for those. So families. is this like an eight-hour experience or something? This must be breakfast and, and lunch. That yeah, well, we'll we we typically will open from seven a.m. to six p.m. and initially, and until we really see what the need is out there. Because if there are additional kind of hours that are needed, then we will look at changing that. But right now, those are the the hours that we're planning on. Well, it's it's great to great to see the expansion, and I'm sorry it's needed, but I'm sure glad you're there. Uh, Vogel is is the new name for the Vogel alcove. Yes. Which I, <laughs> it's going to be hard for me to break that, but I will. I will. Karen Hughes is the president and CEO of Vogel, and our guest today. It's good to have you with us. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks a lot for more of our conversation. Go to krld.com/slash/ceo. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.